0: Hello, this is David Nakao Wilcoxon. This audio is from a Revelation Timeline Decoded YouTube video series that I made in 2021. The videos were very low-tech, mostly me reading what's on the screen, so you're not missing much in the audio version. The Revelation layers chart and summary PDFs that I refer to in the videos can be found at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. Enjoy the lesson. Hello, Set Apart Saints, this is David and I am making some videos explaining the key concepts that I cover in my Revelation Timeline Decoded book. They're basic, just covering text. So if you're listening on audio, you're not missing out on much on the text. I'm just kind of basically reading it and talking. So um, in my last video, I talked about seminary and Bible colleges. They are the worst place to learn the fulfillment of prophecy. And that seems like a crazy statement. but the proof is in the pudding because you look at their graduates and you look at what they're teaching and you see that they're all promoting the false futuristic deceptions of the enemy. Not on purpose, but that's where they learned it at seminary, at Bible school. They paired it, they relay it, and they mislead so many people. So, they are teaching the False Futuristic Explanations of the Fulfillment of the Seventh book of Daniel, Messiah's about Discourse, and Messiah's Apocalyptic Vision and Revelation. So, in this video, I'm going to talk about the leaven of the Jesuits' false futuristic deceptions and how they've spread. So you can see, how is it that most people are believing the futuristic explanations? And there's a reason. And it all started in the 16th century. It started before that. Actually, during the Dark Ages, the Antichrist beast popes ban and burn the scriptures as they witness against them. The scriptures describe the popes as the enemy of Messiah and his saints, as the son of perdition and the Antichrist beast who leads the harlot church. The scriptures declare that salvation is through Messiah alone, not through the sacraments and they teach that messiah is the intercessor to the father whereas the roman church teaches that mary is the intercessor to the father so the reason that the popes wanted to get rid of the witness against them the scriptures is because they testify against them so the popes sought to wipe out the witnesses killing tens of millions of saints and many times they would hang the scriptures that the saints had in their possession around the saints necks and and they would burn them at the stake and the popes They only taught in Latin. So they were controlling the message and hiding the truth by teaching in Latin. So really nobody understood. And this is why it was called the Dark Ages, as the light of the gospel was darkened by the Antichrist Beast Popes during this time. But in the meantime, while this is going on in Western Roman Empire, Messiah preserved the scriptures in the Eastern Roman Empire. For the Orthodox Christians lived in constantinople and they taught in greek not latin so when the turks were sent to attack constantinople as part of the sixth trumpet judgment some of the learned men fled to western europe and they took the greek scriptures with them and that with that came the enlightenment as western europe started to teach and speak greek again and so one point is that messiah's Prophecies in Revelation aren't just about judgment against apostate people. They're not just about the saints. They're not just about Satan and and all that stuff and the Antichrist. They're about major, major things that took place in the course of history, right? About (laughs) Constantinople being attacked and turned into an Islamic empire. Talking about the Enlightenment, which came with the Greek scriptures. I mean, these are major things that affect world history. And that's what Messiah talked about. Uh, Messiah put the Scriptures into the hands of the saints, and some of them were in the Roman Catholic Church. When when they read them, so like Martin Luther and different people read them, they realized that what the popes were teaching, the concepts they were teaching, were contrary to Scripture. And they learned that salvation is through faith, and Messiah's atoning work, not through the sacraments, and that Messiah is the only intercessor to the Father, not Mary. Now the, you know, we know that. But they didn't because all they knew was what the popes taught them. So now they're learning new things and they're waking up and go, whoa, what the popes are teaching is contrary to scripture. So they came out of the Harlot Church of Rome and formed the Protestant churches. Now, a point to be made is that people today proclaim that the Protestant reformers didn't come out far enough. They didn't come out of Roman Christianity far enough, but they acted on the information that they were given at the time after the Dark Ages and to me they're heroes of the faith they proclaimed the gospel which led to millions of people being saved being redeemed for the kingdom and they came out of the roman catholic church harlot church and formed the protestant churches so you know at the time you can criticize protestant churches now but back then they were following scripture and scripture alone so but the Protestant reformers, by reading the scriptures, realize that the Pope's fulfilled prophecy is the little horn of Daniel 7, the son of perdition of 2 Thessalonians 2, and the Antichrist piece of Revelation who leads the harlot church of Rome. And that's a mouthful, but that's really how easy scripture is. It's really how easy prophecy is. It's primarily pointing to this one man, or I should say the office of the papacy. So to counter the reformers. At the Council of Trent, the Antichrist beast Pope's empowered Ignatius Loyola and the Society of Jesus, which is ironically the Society of Satan. The leaders, anyway, they're a military organization which is designed to promote the agenda of the Antichrist beast Pope. They're not, right, and, and, and even on the lower level, these priests are spreading around the world preaching a false gospel. Well that's the church of satan that's not the church of messiah because they're preaching a false gospel and deceiving 1.3 billion catholics today so the jesuits attacked they fought about, back um, against the protestants in different ways one through the inquisition when they tortured and killed many of the saints the other was to cause jesuit priests to write false explanations about the fulfillment of the prophecies in daniel and revelation to point to someone else as the antichrist to deflect blame away from the popes and they had a jesuit priest named francisco ribera who was a brilliant man doctorate degree in theology he wrote a 500 page commentary with an opposing view he manipulated the prophecies in the book of daniel and revelation to create an end time seven-year tribulation featuring a one-man antichrist he applied all of revelation to the end time rather to then to church history and isn't that what all pastors do today so we see it started with this one man but this is what all almost all pastors are teaching today future one man antichrist in a seven-year tribulation period all of revelation is fulfilled during that time his explanation was that the prophecies apply only to one sinister man who will rise up at the end instead of pointing to the office of the papacy he said that the antichrist would be an infidel outside of the church instead of someone who presents himself as christ but the opposite is true the antichrist is someone who calls himself christ who comes in the name of christ who is the vicar of Christ, right? So someone who proclaims to be Christ, someone who proclaims to lead Messiah's one true church, but deceives them with a false gospel. Well, that's Antichrist. It's real, real clear, real easy to see who that is. Um, Robert said that the Antichrist would make a seven-year peace agreement with the Jews, and the concept of the seventh of Daniel, a futuristic seventh book of Daniel, has been promoted ever since, and that's the standard issue you anybody who's teaching on prophecy revelation those they'll, they'll refer to a seven-year tribulation or a future of 673 through daniel that's how effective they've been right but at the time the Protestants knew the jesuits were an evil military force so they weren't deceived by their explanations following close behind francisco ribera was another brilliant jesuit scholar cardinal robert bellarmine and he promoted um, ribera's concepts in his book and his writings He claimed that Paul, Daniel, and John had nothing whatsoever to say about the papal power. But the opposite is true, as they all described the office of the papacy rising to power over the Roman beast kingdom. Bellarmine taught that the Antichrist is a single individual who would not rule till the very end of time. His teachings won general acceptance among Catholics, but for three centuries after the Council of Trent, Jesuit futurism remained largely within Catholicism. It wasn't accepted by the Protestants, Um, but the Jesuits persisted as they always do. They're a patient bunch. So they just kind of let that generation of Protestants come and go, get all the people teaching truth. and, And in the meantime, working through other people to promote their agenda. So what they did is in 1812, Jesuit priest named Manuel de la Conza published the work, the coming of Messiah and glory and majesty. But he did it under a converted Jew's name, Juan Yosef at Benezra. So he used a Jewish name to make the work acceptable to Christian leaders, right? I mean, isn't that just brilliant? Because nobody's going to pay attention to a Jesuit. They, the, the, the saints knew that they're the enemy. And so, wow, here comes a Jew, converted Jew teaching us truth. Okay, we'll pay attention to that, right? That's how they work and it's interesting that today there are some popular Jewish Christians who teach the false futuristic explanations because Christians seem to blindly trust them because they're Jewish they're God's chosen people they're held to a high regard and that includes Jonathan Kahn, who writes prophecy books he's featured on many interviews he's misleading people with false futuristic narrative and because he acts jewish people blindly trust him people like dalton thomas of fai studios who lives in golan heights stephen bendenun of israeli news live they all seem very sincere they all seem to uh, you know be in love with messiah with the heavenly father they seem sincere but they're misleading people about prophecy fulfillment that's the bottom line and but because they're jewish people tend to blindly trust them so let's go forward with the story and, and you'll see where this ends up. Um, Dr. Maitland, Bible scholar, he found Robert's doctrines and began to publish them and advocate his teachings. James Todd, professor of Hebrew, right? Same thing, he found the, found the deceptions of Maitland and paid them forward. So you, you see this path of these people who, Bible scholars, lawyers, professor of Hebrew, um, you're seeing you know leaders who you know, are intelligent and esteemed, and they're promoting the futuristic deceptions, whether they're being led by a Jesuit priest, whether they're just buying into it, I cannot tell you that, but you see John Henry Newman, and, you know, he continued to promote it. Minister Edward Irving, he continued the same narrative, pointing to a one-man Antichrist, but he took it a step further, and he promoted the concept of a secret rapture. So the concept of a preacher of rapture didn't exist for 1800 years, until it was introduced by Irving. So and he was promoting the Jesuits in times Antichrist' deception. So now we have that born, the preacher of rapture, and, and you look at what's going on today, and many people believe in the preacher of rapture, based on the futuristic seventh of Daniel, right? So it's crazy. And you see Darby, a brilliant lawyer, pastor, theologian, wrote many books, visited America six times. Any priests in major cities, any planted seeds in American soil. So you see the path. You see how this is being the leaven of the Jesuits' deception is being spread. But one of the most influential people is Cyrus Schofield, who's a lawyer from Kansas, greatly influenced by Darby. He published the Schofield Reference Bible. Now, I think that, you know, Schofield might have been led by a Jesuit priest, but, you know, it's really hard to prove these things out. But either way, his reference Bible had study notes. It interjected the futuristic explanations in the commentaries, and it became insanely popular in America. They had to print millions of copies, and we're talking about nineteen, you know, early nineteen hundreds, millions of copies. That's that's a that's a popular book. So that was the beginning of the end in America for for believing the historical narrative. And it was received by Baptists, Congregationalists, Presbyterians, um, Southern Baptists, it was the standard issue Bible. And so as pastors and now as Southern Baptists and all these different denominations were reading the explanations, they were programmed with the futuristic deceptions. And then there was Lewis Sperry Schaefer. and you probably have never heard of the guy. Right, maybe you've heard of Schofield and Darby and some of the other ones, but Schaefer, I doubt it. And it was just something that uh, the spirit had me pursue. And what I found out is that Schaefer became associated with Schofield, and Schofield was his mentor. So much so that when Schofield died, Schaefer moved to Dallas to pastor Schofield's church. So that's how tight they were. Then a few years later, Schaefer and his friend realized their vision of creating a simple Bible teaching seminary, right? And it became Dallas Theological Seminary. Now we got a tie. We got Schofield. We got Darby. We have all these people. And now we have Dallas Theological Seminary, a direct link to that college. And it became the center of dispensational teaching due to his systematic theology that approaches you know, the Bible from that perspective. He wrote an eight-volume work called Systematic Theology. It's still required um, reading in many of the courses at DTS. And when you look at the alumni of DTS, you see the popular people who are promoting the Jesuits' false futuristic explanations. Now, I'm not saying all these people are wolves. I'm just saying they've been to DTS. That's where they learned the explanations that originated from the Jesuits, and they are promoting them. So let's start with how Lindsay graduated from DTS masters released the great late great planet earth and how many people at 30 million copies have been sold 30 languages um and how many people read that and were programmed with the deceptions especially the older generation they, they look to him as an authority he's graduated from DTS he's been teaching forever he's still teaching but you know, he's promoting Sperry's concept of the Jews being God's chosen people, the Jews having a, a, store, a separate purpose even, and plan apart from Christians. And he still teaches, he's still misleading people, countless people have been misled from that one man over the years. Chuck window. attended DTS and he became the president, right? So that's how tied in he is. His Insight for Living radio program is broadcast on more than 2,000 stations around the world in 15 languages. He seems to be a very sincere follower of Messiah. Um, you know, he's lighthearted. He, he's just a seems to be a great guy. But the bottom line is his prophecy fulfillment explanations are deceiving people. And that's the whole point. I am not trying to judge these people. I'm not trying to say they're not teaching the gospel. I'm not trying to say that everything they teach is false. I'm just simply pointing to how did they come to know the false explanations which have impacted so many people Got david jeremiah master's degree from dts turning point ministries right it's broadcast on radio internet um he does you know he did a what in the world is going on prophecy series he's wrote many books and he's promoting the jesuits false future explanations like i said not on purpose but the bottom line is that's what's taking place jay vernon mcgee through through the bible radio network ron rhodes uh reasoning from the scriptures more dts graduates more influence dr thomas ice masters from dts him and timbalay wrote the popular left behind series of books and movies so how many people have been impacted by that it just reinforces so when Pastors, win, people listen to David Jeremiah, Chuck Swindoll, Left Behind movies, all this stuff, they're pastors. Now you see the massive programming in their brain, the repetition. They they can't conceive of anything outside of the futuristic explanations. So those are the pop, you know, popular DTS graduates that I cover. But there are many, many thousands of graduates who are pastors now, who are working Christian ministries, who are also teaching these explanations. Now you see how the leaven of the Jesuits deceptions is spread around the world. You know, so, so now you see the, the grand deception. For, for me to say that a DTS graduate is wrong about prophecy fulfillment is to be deemed as a fool. Yet the opposite is true, as it is the DTS students who are fooled by the Jesuits false futuristic deceptions. And the teachings are so ingrained in pastors' minds and students' minds that it's near impossible them to see the historical perspective so i don't show you this to proclaim that i'm smarter than them that i'm better than them i'm just simply showing you how we've gotten to the point where most people believe the false futuristic explanations people hear them on the radio on tv in the movies in youtube read their articles their mind, people's minds are saturated with this programming so when you try to help them see the historical narrative, they reject it. I'm just trying to help you understand what you're up against and, uh, and and why it is that most people believe the deception. So we need to pray for a great move of the spirit to stir up pastors worldwide, to guide them to the truth about the glorious fulfillment of the 70th of Daniel, Messiah's Olivet Discourse, and Messiah's Apocalyptic Vision in Revelation. The prophecies validate the authority of Scripture in the deity of Messiah. They reveal the glory of our beloved Messiah, which is why the enemy has worked so hard to hide the truth. So if your pastor is teachable, give them a copy of the 73 of Daniel 9 decoded book. Not the Revelation book, but the Daniel book. And the reason is, is because if they read Revelation timeline decoded first, then they're looking for a seven-year tribulation period. They're looking for total concepts that aren't going to be there and they'll just reject it but if they read something of daniel which is about our messiah which pointed to our messiah it was the one prophecy that pointed to when he would you know start his ministry when he would die then if they can comprehend that if they can see that then they see that there, there's a grand deception going on then they say it's not about the end times and that makes them question what they've been taught about revelation then you can give them a copy of revelation timeline decoded and pray for them You know, for the enemy doesn't want them to know the truth. It doesn't want, the enemy does not want popular pastors proclaiming these truths from the pulpit. But pastors are going to be held to a high degree of accountability for uh, misleading people. And we need to share the truth with them. That's our role. Share the truth with them. They can decide their future. They can decide what they're going to do with it. But your role is to share the truth with them. So, and I'm going to make a video about that. I'm going to make a video about Messiah's parable of the sower, which will help you understand our role and what is not our role. Thank you for listening to this Revelation Timeline Decoded audio. You can request a free copy of the Revelation Timeline Decoded summary PDF or order a printed copy of the book, which explains it in detail, at revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I love y'all. Shalom.